today's show is a rebroadcast of a previous show. Take this mask and shut. I ain't wearing it no more. Y'all look at me like I'm from Mars when I don't wear it in the store. Don't even try to make me put it on or I'm walking out the door. Take this mask and shut. bank robber and I ain't the Lone Ranger and I don't want to wear this mask. Take this mask and shove it. I ain't wearing it no more. Y'all look at me like I'm the devil and I don't wear it in the store. Don't even try to make me put it on or I'm walking out the door. Take this mask and shove it. I ain't wearing it no more COVID-19's a real bad dude And they say there ain't no cure Hydroxychloroquine or a new vaccine I just can't be sure Think I'll drink a little shine every morning When I start my day Might not kill the virus But it'll give me the courage to say Take this mask and shove it Corona needs to be gone My woman stays home Spends all my money on Amazon I just wanna hug everybody Like I did before So take this plague and shove We ain't taking it no more and take this mask and shut No, honey, I got it right here. I told you I was going to put it on. It's right here. I'm wearing it. I ain't going with it. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Armchair Survivalist. My name's Kurt Wilson, the Armchair Survivalist. And today is September the 12th in the year 2021. If you go to armchairsurvivalist.com, poke around there. You'll find out everything you need to know. Find out how to listen to me, how to download me. I'm on every podcast venue there is. I have an archive there. There's a chat room you can go into, uh, and uh, uh, on Sunday you can talk to us and ask questions and listen to the show and the like. Now, i, I got to apologize. Last week there was a, a power shortage, or sh- a short, something screwed up, and every all the power went off, and when it came back on, somehow one of my clips that I played duplicated itself, and I didn't know that. So that was screwed up. And then on top of that, when the uh, engineer hit play, uh, it played last week's show for some of you. So I, I'm really sorry about that. Everything went uh, sideways. So we'll, we'll try and keep it on the straight and narrow, uh, so to speak, for this show. Now, I've got to get into, well, first off, I've talked to you before about virtual private networks, VPNs. And I'm going to tell you again. It is a vital thing, and it's going to get more and more vital for every American patriot to have a VPN and use it when they go on the Internet. Because the powers that be, or as a friend of mine says, the powers that shouldn't be, are accumulating all of your information. Everything you search for, everything you look at, everything you do, every, every place you go, except if you have a VPN, they don't know where the hell you are. Right now, I'm in Germany somewhere. Yesterday, I was all in Australia 
And before that, I was in Tasmania. I, I'm, I can be anywhere I want. And that's what this uh, VPN does. It masks you. You go to armchairsurvivalist.com. There's a banner on the right-hand side. Click on that. Read the information. They have some astounding sales. This is, this is not a lightweight VPN service. This is a heavy-duty worldwide VPN service. And I'm one of their affiliates. I use them. I have a lifetime membership to them. All right, so there's that. We're out of Mountain House food buckets, but there's new ones coming. And I got to tell you this. You know, there, there's, um, there's a shortage. I, some of you can't even see this. Some of you don't believe this. But there is a food shortage. Mountain House invented freeze-drying. They're the experts at it. Their products are the Cadillac. There is nothing that even comes close to the quality of Mountain House freeze-dried foods. All right? So these buckets have pouches in them, and they have different ones. I, I don't know which one we're getting. There are three versions of these uh, buckets that the Mountain House has been selling. Two of them, they're out of. The third one, they only had 75 buckets left, so we bought them. And we asked them, when, do you, uh, when are you going to be uh, able to refill uh, all of these orders and, and uh, start selling buckets again? And they said, we're hoping for maybe February of next year. Uh, what? Yeah, that's what's happening. Food, supplies, uh, ingredients are becoming short. It's going to get worse. I know, you've heard me saying that for over 25 years. Yes, but this is real. It's going to get worse. Uh, Radios. Ham radios. These are transceivers. You can transmit and receive. And shortwave radios. These are uh, receiving only. We have those in stock. They start at 50 bucks. Everyone should have one. Because that is going to be the only way to communicate. And it's not hard to, to learn how to use these things. All right, enough with that. Now we've got to get into the economy. You know the container ships, and you've seen pictures of them. You've seen them in movies. These are giant ships that hold thousands of these 40-foot containers. And they're ship from China to here, from Yugoslavia to here, from, you know, everywhere in the world to the United States. We have a problem with... with uh, unloading them. We have a problem unloading them. Not enough people to unload them at the docks. So there's a shortage now. Then you have a problem of Teamsters loading them in onto trucks. There's a shortage of personnel for that. Then you have a shortage of drivers. In the UK, they estimate that they are short over 50,000 what they call lorry drivers, truck drivers. They're short over 50,000 of them. There's whole supermarkets that have nothing. There's, forget about produce. I mean, there, it doesn't exist. Unless you are growing it yourself. So that's what's happening with that. It's, it's, and it's going to get worse. This is part of the plan. This has been the plan. For over 100 years, they just had to get us into a position where we were stupid enough to fall for all their BS. And we're at that point now. Exactly. This is the point. So their shortnesses are going to get worse. And if you're thinking of buying Christmas gifts, you better get off your butt and do it right now. And when I say right now, it, I don't mean... Uh, in four days. I mean right now, because the media is going to be pumping this real hard within the next week, warning people, Christmas gifts aren't going to be available unless you buy them now. Because the shipping is almost six months in arrears. A company orders a bunch of stuff, it's going to take six months for enough people to be put together so they can manufacture the, the Chinese crap. And then enough people working at a dock, in fact, just having a dock open in China, and then people working there to load in the ships, or even having enough goods to load in the ship, because they're not going to come here, they're not going to go across the ocean with a half-loaded ship. 
These are the problems. There are a thousand dominoes that are falling. And they're affecting everyone worldwide. And this is all by plan. All of it. Now, I mentioned, I think it was last week, where I was talking about uh, what uh, Dimwit is wanting to do with banking. And, and, And you understand, Biden is nothing more than a puppet. I mean that seriously. The communists, or you can call them Democrats if you want, the communists have been in charge for so long in the United States. We're talking over 100 years. They allow the Republicans to have power for a few years, not here and there. But what they do is they develop these plans, how to totally subjugate the the nation. And they develop these plans. And these plans cover all kinds of different facets of our life. And if you can imagine that these plans are put in a binder and then are put up on a shelf, right? Okay. And then every year, they pull those plans down and go through them and update them according to the technology and and what's happening with with the social uh, uh, media and all of that stuff. So... These plans have been sitting up there for years. They're pulling them down as fast as they can now because people are stupid enough to fall for it. This is this is the reality. Now they want 100% surveillance on your on your uh, banking, anything that has to do with finance. I, I mean everything, Every, everything. I don't care what it is, including PayPal. Anything that money comes in and money goes out of, they're going to be tracking. And this tracking is going directly to the IRS. And, of course, they play the old game. Anybody who's already compliant, you don't have to worry about it because this will just give you easy access to information on all your accounts at one time. So it could decrease the likelihood of of no-fault examinations. This is what they said, right? And this they're authorized under the American Families Plan Tax Compliance Agenda. Cash, ladies and gentlemen. Cash is king. Make sure you've got a crap load of it. Don't leave money in the bank if you, if you can. Uh, if, if you have enough money to pull out of the bank, get it out of the bank. I don't care what you do with it, but you got to get it out. You got to make sure you have it in your hand because if you don't have it in your hand, you don't have it. It's very simple. All right, now we got to get into the health. This is big. This is the largest amount of links I have ever had in the health. We'll start off number one. I, as you know, investigate. So I get a little blurb from one of my people. They send me this information saying, look what I come across. And then I go down a rabbit hole and I, and I find out the validity and whether or not it means anything. I got this recording of an actual interview uh, from a reporter that was talking about what was going on with the Red Cross and them accepting convalescent plasma. If you've had COVID-19... You now have the antibodies, and we will accept your convalescent plasma. Now, convalescent plasma is plasma that has antibodies for a disease in it that you give this pers- another person this plasma, uh, and they will have your antibodies. And then they went on to say, but, and here's the but, if you've had any of the vaccinations, those destroy your antibodies, so we can't take your convalescent plasma anymore. So I I heard that little quip, and then I started researching it. Wow, how interesting. All references to that, all references had disappeared. And I use search engines that most people don't have access to. They're gone. I even went back onto the Red Cross's website. You know what it says now? Sorry, we we no longer accept convalescent plasma. Here's what what the uh, recording said. 
The Red Cross says anyone who has received their COVID-19 vaccine cannot donate convalescent plasma to help other COVID-19 patients in hospitals. That plasma is made up of antibodies from people who have recovered from the virus, but the vaccine wipes out those antibodies, making the convalescent plasma ineffective in treating other COVID-19 patients. Now, I got a lot of these links. Some of them might be in order. Some of them might not be. I have a recording of the governor of West Virginia. I'm going to give you a few stats now about uh, what's going on in West Virginia. West Virginia is seeing a 26% increase in positive cases of people that are fully vaccinated over the last eight weeks. We'll read that one more time. West Virginia is seeing a 26% increase in positive cases in people that are fully vaccinated and a 21% increase in breakthrough cases requiring hospitalization for people that are fully vaccinated. We have also seen a 25% increase in deaths of people that are fully vaccinated over the last eight weeks. And I can tell you right now, worldwide, they're finding that all all of these so-called variants that are popping up out of magically nowhere are created by the mutating vaccinations that have been given to people. And the people are are mutating this. And it's because vaxxed people are, they're basically diseased now. This is being found out worldwide. In Italy, (laughs) this, this is why I like being a citizen as opposed to a subject. In Italy, they're all subjects there. The, they've been ordered to be mandated to have the vaccination and to wear masks and everything. And the police are actually guarding the train stations and the bus stations. And if you don't have a Mac Vax passport, they'll either arrest you, chase you off, or you know what have you. This is insane. This is communism, and it's striking everywhere in the world. In fact, there's countries now that they will cancel your vaccination passport if you haven't had a booster shot. Oregon come out and said that if you're unvaxxed and you get fired, you're not going to get unemployment. See, here's the thing that communists do. They do everything they can. They do everything they can get away with. And if you don't stand up and stop them, well, they'll keep doing it. And see, they have this game. There's no repercussion to anything that they do that's evil. Because if they, you do so, if they do something evil to you, you can sue them in court and you'll win. And they go, okay, you're right. Till next time. Next time, we'll be smarter. Massachusetts governor mandates the injection for over 100,000 healthcare workers. Do you know how many of those healthcare workers are going to walk off? Thousands and thousands of them are going to walk off for one of two reasons. One, it's because they're being ordered to take, do something which they know is, is uh, against the Constitution and against the human's moral code. Or two, they just don't like vaccinations, period. Navy has mandated the injections. The Navy has mandated the injections for all sailors. Okay, so let's say you say, screw you, I'm not going to get the injection. Well, Navy was smart. They thought up a uh, punishment squad called the CCDA for vaccine resistors. And what they do is, if you piss them off and say, no, I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to take it, uh, what they will do, it, it, they will, uh, it's like a Gestapo. What is this called? COVID Consolidated Disposition Authority, CCDA. They will give you a, a dishonorable discharge. Simple as that. And you don't have to go through anything, any uh, tribunals or any of that. They just do it, boom, right now. Air Force pilots are resigning in mass because they've been mandated to take this injection. A Marine said, screw you, I'm not taking the injection, I'm not going to wear a mask, I'm not doing any of this, this stuff. Oh, he dishonorable discharge. 
Over 90 school bus drivers in Chicago quit. There's probably around 110 now. And Oregon mandated all employees, uh, government employees, to be vaccinated. And firefighters and paramedics must, must wear masks at all times. Now, I don't know about you, but I fought fires before. Both in the woods in uh, Northern California and aboard ship. I sure as hell I'm not going to have a mask on my face. There you go again. These firefighters and these paramedics, they're going to be quitting. The UK data. See, the UK shows all this stuff. They show the, what's going on and they show it easily so people can find it because they're, they're subjects there. They're not citizens. They're told to do whatever they're told to do because the Queen has ordered it. Two-thirds of the people who have this Delta variant or variant have already been uh, vaccinated. And by the way, in UK government, they've uh, given themselves the right to inject all 12 to 15-year-olds without parental consent. So what they do is when you go to school, they say, we're going to have a meeting in the the, uh, auditorium. Everybody go in there. They go in there, lock the doors, and give everybody the injection. Oh, the uh, CEO of Pfizer come out and said, you know, there's probably going to be a whole bunch of these vaccine-resistant variants popping up. So you guys better get used to this booster shot on at least a yearly basis. And as a matter of fact, Pfizer is now developing a twice-per-day COVID pill, not in place of, to go along with the injection. See, how much more are stupid people going to fall for? And by the way, this pill is going to have something in it that they don't want you to know about. It's called ivermectin. There's a, you you know, Pfizer's been trying to hide the details of their contracts. It's not like the U.S. government says, okay, we want to buy a million of your pills or a million of your shots. The governments, all governments worldwide, have to sign a contract. And in this contract, it says, even if there is some other cure pop up, you can't get out of your contract. You're going to still have to buy our stuff. They don't want people to see that. Now, on my page, armchairsurvivalist.com, on the left-hand side, you see show notes. On that page, you look for the date of the show, whatever show you want to look at, and then that will click. You click on that, it'll take you to show notes. It'll give you links to everything I'm talking about. I got all of these things, all I got, unless they've deleted them, but I'll have them all posted. A federal judge in a court case, you know, if you've ever been a juror, you go there, and, and and the prosecution and the defense determines whether or not you're going to be on that case. The judge is kicking everybody out. One of these judges, he's a federal judge, who hasn't got the injection. I don't even, it's not a vaccine, it's an injection. And I can take cat urine and inject it into you, and it'd be just as valid. Nurses nationwide, these are nurses that have been working for 20, 30 years, walking off the job. Because they're being ordered to take these these injections. This is cool. You know how you hear the schools are saying, oh, you know, you can you can study from home, and then you don't have to worry about it. You just you're safe there. Rutgers University is deleting and uh, uh, expelling students who haven't had the injection, even if you are studying from home. That's that's sane, isn't it? This this this, this you know a lot of this stuff could fit under different categories, like liberal psychosis or dimwit. Like, this one should be there, but it has to do with health stuff. And in the UK, they have care workers. These, these are like, uh, you could call them uh, low-end nurses. They, they help pe- people who are sick, and, and uh, they, they cook their food and clean their house and that kind of stuff. Well, they're ordered to get, to get the injection. They quit. 
They're quitting in mass. We're talking thousands. Now, this is another one of those, how stupid can somebody be? Pfizer, Moderna, and the rest of them are all doing tests. They're doing tests. They're testing these these, uh, injections on children, on babies, on pregnant women. So a mother gets the shot because she's a millennial and all she wants to help. Her baby dies breastfeeding. The baby dies because the the poisons are in the the mother's cells and the baby drinks them down and dies. That's not a secluded example. There are hundreds of them. In fact, there are thousands of them worldwide. There was you might have seen this. There was a piece on ivermectin and in fact every all of the mainstream media, ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, Fox News, all the mainstream media were picking up this horse dewormer. People were dying because they were overdosing on horse dewormer. First off, that was a uh, fraudulent story that was totally made up. Nobody's ever died from it. Nobody's ever overdosed from it. Ivermectin. See, you can buy ivermectin in a little tiny pill. A little tiny pill. I mean, it looks like one of our little sublinguals that you put under your tongue. And they're usually about three milligrams. Or you can buy ivermectin as a uh, paste that is used as a, as a horse dewormer. It works the same. It does the same. You just have to be careful how much you take and, and all of this stuff. Learn before you do anything, right? So this is being, it was being pushed all through all, all of the mainstream media about the horse dewormer, the horse dewormer. And you still find it in some of these, some of these sleazier places. But it's a, uh, the whole thing was debunked. It was fraud. As a matter of fact, in India, they were they had no COVID there. Everyone was taking ivermectin. And then the World Health Organization came out and said, oh, you shouldn't be taking that horse dewormer. It's not been approved. So some of the stupider doctors stopped giving it and started giving vaccinations, or so they claimed. Now the Indian Bar Association is suing the World Health Organization over, over fraud. And, and it's, there's a whole bunch of stuff. It's going to be... Part it's going to be murder is what it's going to be. Joe Rogan, uh, talk show host, he come down with COVID, pissed off everyone because he used ivermectin. <laughs> he did what I do. You know, if you come in my store here in in uh, in Hayden Survival Enterprises and you say I got this, I, I feel sick. I say, well, this. Let me tell you what you do. You do the shotgun technique, and they're like, what's that? I said, you load every damn thing you can dream of in that barrel and shoot it at yourself. So that's what he did. He started. He boosted his vitamin C, his vitamin A and D, uh, zinc, and ivermectin. As a matter of fact, and he came out on top of it. He's fine. Pissed off all of the liberals. I have a link to Japanese studies on ivermectin, which tells you exactly what this stuff does. Ivermectin interferes, stops a coronavirus from binding to your cells. It just stops it. There's also a uh, there's a science paper that explains exactly how ivermectin blocks viral replication. And I'll have that posted. You guys can all look at it. See, all of this is fraud about ivermectin. All of it is because the FDA approved it in 1996. In 1996, the FDA approved ivermectin for human consumption for a number of problems, most of them having to do with with either a specific type of parasite or other neurological diseases that they have no idea what is causing them. Now, by the way, you know all of the in- invaders that the, they're bringing over here, uh, or I shouldn't call them that, I should call them uh, pre-Democrat voters that they're bringing over here uh, from Afghanistan. 
You know what they're giving them? They're telling them to take before they get on the plane to the United States. They're telling them to take ivermectin. They're giving them ivermectin. Okay. Now, I've got an interview here. It's only about a minute long, and it was with Bubba J and President Biden. And if you don't know who Bubba J is, you'll figure it out real quick. I got a question. I think some folks are still confused on when to wear masks. So can you clear that one up for us? If you've had the vaccine, then you're protected, but you should still wear a mask indoors. But I'm protected. Yes, but you could still get it. Then why did I get the vaccine? To protect everyone else. But I can still spread COVID after having the vaccine? That's right. But I can't get sick. No, no, you can still catch COVID. Then why did I get the vaccine? To reduce the symptoms. So I won't die? No comment. But I thought that's why I got the shot. Exactly. So the vaccine isn't working then? Oh, no, it works great. Just be sure to wear a mask or three because the virus can mutate. But the vaccine stops the virus from mutating? Definitely not. I'm confused. That's what we're looking for. Kamala, you taking notes? Because that's how it's done. So as you know, and as the mainstream media has has, uh, touted and pushed, the FDA approved the vaccine. Yeah, the FDA approved a Pfizer vaccine, okay? Now, let me read you. This is from the fact sheet that's given out with this vaccine. One of my my people sent it to me. This is just a little blurb in there. The FDA approved Comirnaty. This is what they're going to be calling this. You know how they change the words on stuff so that the stupid don't get uh, afraid anymore. If they said vaccine, they go, no, I don't want that. Oh, Comirnaty? Oh, sure, that's the approved one. So the FDA approved community and the FDA authorized Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine under EUA uh, authorization have the same formulation and can be used interchangeably. In other words, all they did was change the name of the vaccine. It's the same crap. Well, at this stage of the game in America, I guess it, that's pretty much expected people would be stupid enough to fall for that because vaccinated people are still getting sick and dying the cdc like communists do all the time and like our democrats have done for oh a long time they change words they change the definition of the words so to combat uh the uh, confusion that people are getting because vaccinated people continue to get infected and die they change the definition of vaccine okay the, the definition of vaccine used to be a product that stimulates a person's immune system to produce immunity to a specific disease. That's what a vaccine was defined as. A product that stimulates a person's immune system to produce immunity to a specific disease. Well, we all know that these, these so-called vaccines aren't doing it. Now... The definition is a preparation that is used to stimulate the body's immune response against diseases. A preparation that is used to stimulate the body's immune response against diseases. It's generic. That's not all. They they had to change some more words, too. They changed another word as well. A definition, okay? The definition of vaccination used to be the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce immunity to a specific disease. The new definition, which they did magically overnight, the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce protection from a specific disease. Protection, not immunity, protection. And the reason they're doing this is because people are dying after getting the vaccination. Oh, gee, 
That would never happen in real life, would it? Well, of course it does. And people are stupid enough to not even pay attention to this stuff. The sad thing is, is I'm watching these governmental overreaches worldwide. And as the population in these separate countries, Italy, Germany, Australia, New Zealand, and more, as they fall for the crap and buckle under and obey, that stuff is coming to the United States. And we're seeing it here now. Like Australia. In Australia, when the politicians make up some rule and you don't follow it, they will kill you. They'll beat you to death. They will rob you. They'll steal from you. They'll take your home. They'll take you to jail. They'll take your children. And now they come right out and they, they, they tell you exactly what they're going to do. From a situation where to protect the health system, we've got everybody locked down. We're going to move to a situation where to protect the health system, we're going to lock out people who are not vaccinated and can be. If you're making the choice not to get vaccinated, then you're making the wrong choice. And for safety's sake, and for the back to that point about how much work our nurses have to do, as this becomes absolutely a pandemic of the unvaccinated and we open everything up, it's not going to be safe for people who are not vaccinated to be roaming around the place spreading the virus. That's what they'll be, that's what they'll be doing. So there's every reason, every reason to get vaccinated. Let's get to those thresholds as fast as we possibly can. But yes, there's going to be a vaccinated economy. You get to participate in that if you are vaccinated. So in other words, what this communist is saying is that if you don't get the vaccination, you're not going to be able to participate in this economy. Is that, does that something, something somewhere in my mind, something is like the mark of the beast and none shall buy or sell or trade without it. Oh, nah, that couldn't happen here. No, no, that would never happen here. Now, I got to tell you something. I, I have, many of you know that I have a doctorate and I have studied uh, ethics extensively, philosophy, religion, and it's all well and good to talk the talk, but here's somebody who has training in ethics who is actually walking the walk. My name is Julie Panessi, and this message is about mandatory vaccinations. I am a professor of ethics at Huron College at the University of Western Ontario. It's one of the largest universities in Canada. Today, I'm going to teach you a short lesson on the universally accepted ethics of coercing people into medical procedures. I'll be the example. My employer has just mandated that I must get a vaccine for COVID-19. If I want to keep working at my job as a professor, I have to take this vaccine. Here's my conundrum. My school employs me to be an authority on the subject of ethics. I hold a PhD in ethics and ancient philosophy. And I'm here to tell you it's ethically wrong to coerce someone to take a vaccine. If it happens to you, you don't have to do it. If you don't want a COVID vaccine, don't take one. End of discussion. It's your own business. But that is not the approach of the University of Western Ontario, which has suddenly required that I be vaccinated immediately or not report for work. So with the school year beginning in a few days, I am facing imminent dismissal after 20 years on the job because I will not submit to having an experimental vaccine injected into my body. I've had plenty of vaccines in my life, but I've never been forced to take one. It's always been my choice. I don't work in a high-risk environment. I'm not a doctor in an emergency room. I'm a teacher. 
I'm a university professor. My job is to teach students how to think critically, to ask questions that might expose a false argument. Questions like, says who? Who is the authority giving this order? Should I trust them with control over my body? As a professor, I don't have to watch the news to find out if the COVID vaccines are safe. I read medical journals and I consult my colleagues who are professors of science and medicine. I've learned from doctors that there are serious questions about how safe these vaccines really are. There are questions about how well they work. Nobody's promising that I won't get COVID or transmit COVID if I get the vaccine. But ultimately, none of that matters to me because I'm a professor of ethics and I'm a Canadian. I'm entitled to make choices about what does and does not enter my body, regardless of my reasons. If I'm allowed back into my university, it's my job to teach my students that this is wrong. I'm hired to teach them that it is ethically wrong to impose an experimental medical procedure as a condition of employment. This is my first and potentially my last less than a year. Ethics 101. In the spirit of Socrates, who was executed for asking questions, this lesson will consist of only one question. The answer is multiple choice. Please listen carefully. When a person has done the same job to the satisfaction of her employer for 20 years, is it right or is it wrong to suddenly demand that they submit to an unnecessary medical procedure in order to keep their job? In this case, the procedure is an injection of a substance that has not been fully tested for safety. It has not yet been shown to be effective. It is designed to prevent an illness that poses little threat to the employee. The employee is not allowed to ask questions. She may only submit to the procedure or be fired. To my first year students, is this right or is this wrong? I already know the answer. Do you see what she's doing? She's staking her life on her personal integrity and what she knows is ethical. How many of you would do that? You know, I've heard so many people say, well, to keep my job, I've got to wear a mask. To keep my job, I've got to get a vax. You aren't worth my time. I wipe my butt with something that's more important than those kind of people. But she, I would lay down my life for her. People like her emulate the Founding Fathers' attitude of all or nothing. People like her are what everyone, everyone in the United States should be like. Oh, so what? You got bills. I'd walk off the job. You know, many of you I have told over the years to read Atlas Shrugged. Atlas Shrugged, the premise of the book was that this kind of this kind of crap will continue as long as we continue doing our jobs like they want us to. They will continue doing this until we shut the economy down, until we shut the engine of this fascism down. And in Atlas Shrugged, the people who ran the giant corporation started disappearing because they agreed. We need to do the same. You need to say the hell with the torpedoes full speed ahead. I don't know. This is just... I'm, ge- I'm getting to the point where uh, if you walk into my store or I meet you and you are in any way, shape, or form the color of this communistic crap that's been happening for the past 20 years, you are not going to enjoy our... Um, meeting. So the brain-dead puppet Dimwit came out this week, and he decided that uh, he's taking the gloves off. He's been nice, too nice. It's time to put his foot down. Uh, so he's ordering everyone to get the shot, shots. All, all federal workers, contractors, subcontractors, we're going to get vaccinated. 
Now, let me explain to you what this means. So, all, of course, it, it, ex, it excludes uh, Congress and the Senate, okay? And people were hearing how it's excluding the post office, but we're not sure yet because then they come out and say, no, 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 that includes the post office also. Let's say you have contractors that work for the U.S. government. UPS is a contractor for the United States government. The guys that work for UPS are extremely independent. They don't take crap from anyone. How many thousands of them are going to quit? They're they're going to try, they're going to follow this down to the point where anyone who in any way, shape, or form takes money from the federal government is going to be mandated to take this injection. Do you know how far down that goes? Let's say you're on Medicare and you need an operation. Well, if the uh, doctor that's going to do the operation, or the or even the hospital says, uh, no, we're not we're not all going to get man, uh, vaccinated then they can't take Medicare. Then a farmer who raises wheat and gets government subsidies, and he says, I'm not getting a vaccination. His subsidies are closed. They're done. This is what they want, full control. You want to latch onto the government's tit in any way, shape, or form? This is proving that they have control over you. The resident comedian has something to say about this. Welcome. Our top stories will brainwash you with tonight. The FDA approves the Pfizer shot and Vax passports are coming to an area near you. Take it or you'll be fired and banned from society. It'll be great. The FDA has now approved the Pfizer shot. This comes after it was already being used for nine months, which seems normal. And now luckily all hesitant people will go get this thing, knowing that a government agency, the FDA, has verified that it's safe to trust the government relentless coercion to get people to do so. However, and not surprisingly, some far-right extremists who have replaced their critical race theory training with critical thinking training are still not convinced, believing there could somehow be a level of political or monetary corruption involved in the FDA's approval process. Well, not likely, because what these idiots don't know is that former FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb is now on Pfizer's board of directors, probably hired away from the FDA to ensure there's no corruption. I'd imagine this is a remarkable level of protection in place to ensure the safety of the people that the company wants to make billions of dollars off of. Game, set, match, skeptics. Because after all, we are in the middle of a global pandemic. Right, Jen Paisecki? And uh, our efforts to address the global pandemic. Wait a minute. Play that again. To address the global pandemic. Pandemic? Did she just say what I think she said? Did she just say pandemic? She, <laughs> she said pandemic. I wonder why Jen would say that. Well, with an in-depth exclusive as to why Jen would say that, let's throw it over to our correspondent with a special report. Well, sometimes old Jen accidentally tells the truth. Back to you, JP. Well, I'm sure she didn't mean to. Thanks, Mickey. In celebrating the FDA's approval of Pfizer's product, we went into the archives today. And it turns out in 2009, Pfizer had to pay the largest criminal fine in U.S. history for anything. The criminal organization had to pay a criminal fine of $1.195 billion. They had to pay a total fine of $2.3 billion, which was inclusive of both civil and criminal charges. Now, if you're worried that Pfizer might have committed just one criminal act, you can put your concerns to rest. 
because Pfizer admitted that between 1997 and 2006, it paid more than $2 million in bribes to government officials in Bulgaria, Croatia, Kazakhstan, and Russia. They had to pay a $15 million fine for this, amongst its other infractions. Luckily, the public doesn't have to worry about Pfizer having to pay any more fines, as the company has no liability if the public is harmed in any way from its new product that was brought to market in record speed. In other news, approximately 10 million people abuse FDA-approved opioids every year, with the approved drug being involved in at least 70% of overdose deaths. Now just a few more things before we wrap up tonight's broadcast so I can dig into my bowl full of FDA-approved hydrogenated oils and trans fats that I'll be having for dinner. The mayor of New York City has mandated that most black people won't be able to eat in restaurants anymore. This exciting act of unification comes as Mayor de Blasio has instituted vaccine passports. And considering 65% of black people in New York City have not been injected with things that they've chosen to not be injected with, expect New York City to start looking like the 1950s again real quick. It seems like the far left's very genuine, all-inclusive virtue signal is successful once again. And the passport concept is spreading around real quick to help protect people from freedom. As the passports are creating two classes of citizens, you can rest assured that any time throughout history there's been two classes of citizens created, things have turned out horrifically well. But that's all ancient history. We're doing it again in the present. So it seems different, doesn't it? However, there is strong opposition to the freedom-restricting passports, with many pointing out you can still be for getting the shot if you'd like it, but be against mandates and passports. In response to this, the authoritarians were overheard saying, I wish they didn't realize that. You mean we can exist with a shot without surrendering our freedoms? That doesn't make any sense. It is worth noting, though, that extremist citizens who want freedom for themselves and their country are rising up against the passport system and winning. For instance, Moscow implemented the passport system and then banned it after three weeks. Why? Because citizens rose up and decided to boycott any business that required a passport, which got Moscow to reverse their decision. Israel implemented the passport system and then banned it because it simply wasn't working and it was dividing their citizens. And Denmark has announced it is banning all passport measures. So in spite of what we tell you on the news, you can make a difference with how you vote with your money. But in reality, if you like freedom, what you need to understand is you need to comply your way into regaining your freedoms. At least, that's what the people who have taken our freedoms are telling us. And it's probably a good idea to trust them, you know, based on the billions of dollars they spend to try to get our trust. If you would just go along with the restrictions of living with a passport system, then that's probably the final thing they'll demand from us. Right? That's probably the last thing. Why wouldn't it be? This just in. Microchips are coming to your arm near you. Take a look. And this is sort of cool. Scientists at the Pentagon are developing a microchip that can detect viruses in the blood, including COVID-19. The chip would be inserted just under the skin and alert the user if the coronavirus is present. Well, that would be a cool step. And then just imagine if we could get the virus monitoring microchips mandated. I mean, after all, it'd probably be more effective than the 
passport system, and that's already mandated. So it's just one more little inch, and then just one more little inch. So it doesn't just tell your phone when you're sick; it tells the centralized authorities when you're sick. Like it's just one more little inch. Who cares? And then when they tell you you're sick, we could just go one more little step and have them come and take you out of your home to protect you. And when they tell you your children are sick, they could come and take your children away from you, just like they did in Australia. It's cool how they had to tackle the dad so they could take his child away from him. Well, luckily in Australia, where they have their citizens locked in their homes and they face jail time and heavy fines if they leave, they're also now building health quarantine camps to help protect everyone from a disease that carries a 99.98% survival rate. Do you remember what the Nazis called their concentration camps while they were being built? So for everyone's sake, hopefully you'll just do what's right and obediently welcome the new passports because they're taking us in a beautiful direction. But still, for the skeptics, many of them are getting fired from their jobs as their employers succumb to the pressure of instituting jab mandates that's put on them from the White House. Well, I say if they don't like it, then they shouldn't be able to work there. Because after all, there's still plenty of places for them to work that don't require them to get the shot, like the White House. In concluding tonight's story of health passports, people are being divided into us and them. They're being forced to identify themselves, and people are now facing systematic discrimination. These happen to be the first three stages of genocide, but I'm sure if we keep walking in the same direction, we'll get somewhere good, right? As long as we don't think about it. Good night! So after Dimwit did his announcement and threats and all of that, so far we've got 22 governors and two uh, attorney generals that are looking at filing suit against him for overreach. This is against the Constitution. This is against U.S. Code. I'm a power of attorney for some people, and they uh, they use me when they need a big dog to go uh, handle a problem. And I did my research, and this is in direct violation. Never mind the Nuremberg Code. We know that's a, it's a, it's forcing somebody to take a drug against their will is a violation of the Nuremberg Code. It's also a violation of the War Powers Act, and it's a violation of U.S. Code 18. So, uh, oh, by the way, now I've got like uh, four articles that just popped up this morning. So uh, I, I didn't have time to put them all in right. Scientists decided that he's going to find this, uh, this COVID-19. So he started doing research. He started doing things that he's been ordered not to do, which is autopsies. He cannot find this virus anywhere, literally. Now, he's done 1,500 tests, 1,500 at seven universities. Everybody, these people have all, were all uh, uh, examined and quote unquote shown to have COVID. All he found was influenza A or B. Isn't that strange? It can't be found. What's stranger is there are no samples of it anywhere in the CDC, National Institute of Health, World Health Organization. Nobody has samples of this. Hmm. I don't know. Just makes you think, don't it? Australia is going to ban you if you're not haven't had the injection from going to churches. They can do anything they want in Australia because the people there were stupid enough to give up all their guns. Here's something that you're going to really like: AmeriCorps. You know what AmeriCorps is? Is it's uh, people go and volunteer for public benefit. It's a federal agency and it's it's national service and it's to help. Okay. Well, they're coming out with uh, Public Health AmeriCorps. Public Health AmeriCorps. 
a new partnership with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to support the recruitment, training, and development of a new generation of public health leaders who will be ready to respond to the nation's public health needs. You'll have the link up there, and you'll be you'll, be, you'll look through it and, and look at the government doublespeak, and basically what this is going to be is the brown shirts. They're going to be the Gestapo that's going to go, Mr. Wilson. I, I'm here from uh, Public Health AmeriCorps, and we're just to verify that you have the vaccination. No big problem. Well, we have a nurse right here with us. Yeah, this is the step up. Remember when they were going to pull this people going door to door and, and uh, checking on us? Well, this is the next step from that. Yeah, this I got this from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Uh, it was released, immediate release, boom. I think I got it yesterday or the day before. I don't know. But that's uh, that's what they got coming. Oh, here's something that just popped up. And it's in my bailiwick here. It's health. Chlorine dioxide blocks SARS-CoV-2 spike proteins from binding. Proof. Scientific study. Now, what is chlorine dioxide? You ever hear of MMS? Okay, what about stabilized oxygen? Same thing. Do you know, so far I have found 15 herbs and a dozen different nutritional products that block this COVID spike protein from binding with human receptors. It's well known. It's all over the world. So here's the study. It protects your cells against spike protein invasion. Yeah, interesting. You got any stabilized oxygen laying around or some MMS or anything like that? I have the link here and you can look for it. Look at it yourself and evaluate it for yourself. Now we're out of the health department. We're going into the food department. And I got some news here. Like uh, New Jersey. They had the uh, the hurricane went through there. The dairies were de- decimated, gone. Thousands and thousands of cattle. They're not dead. It just everything else was destroyed. So there's going to be a milk shortage, and it's not just there. It's it's all through the United States. There's going to be a milk shortage. In the UK, they can't get assistance to do slaughtering. They can't get people to work because of they say because of COVID. No, it's because government regulations aren't allowing people to to congregate. So they're going to have to be killing a quarter million pigs, cattle, goats, sheep, and burying them. Food prices have jumped more than 30% year on year. What cost a dollar last year, today is $1.30. Something like that. And you know, when you look at these little tiny jumps, and you go, well, that's not much. That's not much. Add it up. Today's show is a rebroadcast of a previous show. Last year at this time, I was buying boneless, skinless chicken breasts. 99 cents a pound on sale. You know what they are today? $1.69 a pound on sale. In one year, since Dimwit took over and the communists gained full control, 30% price hike in all food. August itself, August, food prices are the highest they've been in a decade. And it's going to get worse. I hate to say that. That's exactly what's happening, and it's exactly what's going to happen is it's going to get worse. So you don't have food stored up, you are going to be a victim. Not even a question about that. If you lie to the government, they'll put you in prison. But when they lie to all of us, it's called being a politician. You think taking guns away will save our kids from the killings. But your pro-choice abortion kills way more children. If America's so terrible and racist, it probably isn't safe to encourage immigration. Just saying, all the contradictions are embarrassing. You know who hates America the most? Americans. Trigger warnings used to be on TV for seizures. And now they're everywhere to protect millennials' feelings. He, she, his, him, hers, them, they screw up pro 
pronoun Cause everyone's a retard these days Here I'm preaching at the protest that hatred's the problem But hating straight men, white folks, and Christians is common Coca-Cola telling people they should be less white They preach intolerance, but if you disagree, they fight There's a race war here, elections based on fear Black lives only matter once every four years Soldiers died for this country and every one of us benefits Give welfare to the bums and forget about the veterans Black folks and white folks divided by the news But we are all the same, we are red, white, and blue Ashamed to be American? Okay, that's cool Cause honestly, we are all ashamed of you too Y'all are so fake, oh no The forecast said that there'd be snowflakes Whoa, you can make us see it your way No way, gasoline and propane More flames, oh no No more snowflakes Now we're going into the liberal psychosis do you remember, you might have seen this, where a diner posted this sign. It's a, 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 a little restaurant. He posted a sign, and it was all over social media. It was all over TV. And all the communists were saying, yeah, yeah, this guy's going to be put out of business today. He's, he's, nobody's going to go there. They're going to have to shut down because they're going to be uh, boycotted and all that stuff. Well, they did have to shut down. Uh, well, first off, let me, let me read you. Uh, what what her sign said if you voted for and continue to support and stand behind the worthless inept and corrupt administration currently inhabiting the white house that is complicit in the death of our servicemen and women in afghanistan please take your business elsewhere all right so they're right she did have to shut down it's because she ran out of food so many people go hey i didn't know you were there and they uh, discovered her and started buying her food and eating there and all and uh yeah, she, she did have to shut down because uh, she ran out of food. Two flight attendants were fired because of their Christian uh, attitudes, their Christian beliefs. And uh, they, they, uh, this is Alaska Airlines. Alaska Airlines is, is very well known as a woke airline and anti-American and anti-gun and anti-Christian and anti-sanity. So yeah, they're, they're, they, they got fired because they're Christian. And uh, they were forced to uh, believe and say things that they didn't believe in, such as sexual perversion and, and the rest of the stuff the Democrats are pushing. Facebook, I don't know if any of you guys got any of this stuff. This fa- Facebook sent out warnings to people. Do you know somebody who's too prepared? I saw that. I'm going, what? Now, they, I don't go on Facebook. Uh, they, they don't like me. They know who I am. So they, don't, they, don't, they won't let me do anything. But are you concerned that someone you know is becoming too prepared? Isn't that... Isn't that nice? Don't you expect to see that from some communist propaganda? We care about preventing extremism on Facebook. Others in your situation have received confidential support. Really? Do you know how many people are stupid enough to fall for that and think, well, that that's uh, that's nice and helpful. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm on Facebook. That Facebook cares that much for me. National Archives, Washington, D.C. This is where the U.S. Constitution is hosted. Apparently... They've been giving out trigger warnings. Harmful language alert about the U.S. Constitution. The harmful language alert and its potentially harmful content on the U.S. Constitution. It reflects racist, sexist, holy crap, opinions and attitudes, be discriminatory towards or exclude diverse views on sexuality, gender, religion, and more. Include graphic content of historical events such as violent death, medical procedures, crime wars, terrorist acts, natural disasters, and more. Demonstrates bias and exclusion in institutional collecting and digitizing policy. What the hell is all this crap? So these are this is what the deep state. It is doesn't matter who the president is. 
He's a figurehead. It doesn't matter who Congress and Senate is. The deep state are every agency of the federal government. That is the deep state. And they are pretty much staffed 100% by communists. Everything they can do to invalidate the United States, the way of life of Americans, they will do. Teachers Union in Los Angeles, you know, the critical race theory crap and the the anti-white stuff that's being pushed. Here is this uh, racist black woman who is the head of Teachers Union in Los Angeles. And this is a quote. It's okay that our babies may not have learned all their times tables. They learned resilience. They learned survival. They learned critical thinking skills. In other words, critical race theory. They know the difference between a riot and a protest. They know the words insurrection and coup. This is what's teaching in Los Angeles. Speaking of Los Angeles, parents in one school district, they're suing them because the curriculum is having the children pray to Aztec gods. Now, that in itself is a whole whole nother story. <laughs> but what can I say? Got a little bit of Democrat perversion here for you. The, the California Senate passed a bill requiring department stores to have gender-neutral sections. So this gender-neutral, meaning if, you're, if you don't think you're a male or you don't think you're a female... Then where do I buy clothes if I'm not a male or female? Hmm. California Senate handled that for him, made a law. Illinois' governor, another communist, he added this part into sex education for his children throughout Illinois. It's to teach kindergartners all of the different types of genders there are so that they can understand the differences between male, female, switch hitter and the rest of the psychosis. And this is all Democrat BS, but it's it, it, the guy's is J.B. Pritzker, SB 818. It requires kindergartners to learn to define gender identity. It will help keep our children safe. Yes, it'll keep them safe. From what, we don't know, because they haven't made up their mind yet. Now we're going into Islamicide. New Zealand, another uh, invader decided to do what they do and and uh, walks in a store, grabs a knife, and starts stabbing people. Stabbed seven people. None of them died. None of them died. New Zealand knows how to handle this scene. So what they did was they had all the supermarkets take the knives off their shelves and the scissors. That way, if a Muslim goes crazy and decides to start stabbing somebody, well, he'd have to have his own knife then. He couldn't just take it off a shelf somewhere. People have this concept that Islam can ever, can ever mix with uh, uh, Christians, Jews, anyone else. An imam in Canada accidentally spewed out the truth. They're willing to spend mountains of gold in order to take us away from Al-Islam. So they will spend it. But don't fear. At the end of the day, they're not going to win. Allah tells us, so they will spend it. Then it will be for them a source of regret. 20 years in Afghanistan. I don't need to say anymore. A source of regret. Then they will be overcome. Does this sound familiar to you? Have you been listening to the news? They will attack what is most sacred to us. But all of that 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 they do is only a small portion of what is really in their hearts. 
of the hatred that they have towards us in their hearts. Do not think that the Jews and the Christians are our friends. They are our enemies. I incite you to show support for your brothers in Afghanistan who want to establish the Sharia in their land. So if you wonder what goes on in these mosques, now a, a mosque is, is a uh, uh, Islamic church, so to speak, and uh, nobody is allowed in there unless they're Muslim. There's reasons behind that. It has nothing to do with with the religion. It has to do with they don't want their, the truth getting out. Now, I'm not going to read this, but Dimwitz Handlers had him send a writer to a funding bill uh, to Congress, and it's uh, it includes lifetime welfare and path to citizenship for every unvetted Afghan Biden has randomly flown or will fly into the U.S. and their relatives. You know how the, how this chain migration works. One of them gets here, and then they can bring all of their relatives back with them. This is just a simple, another way that the communists are going to make damn sure, damn sure, that Republicans never held office again in the United States. I'll have the page there. You can read it yourself. I'm not going to go through the thing. It just, it's too, it's insulting. It's, it's totally insulting. We're being warned. Even Putin warned us about bringing more of these these Muslims into the United States. I don't care where you are in the United States, they're going to be putting some of these creatures in your area. 15 miles west of us, uh, I got a little notice in, uh, on TV. It says, if you want to donate shoes and socks to the Afghan refugees coming to Spokane, go to blankety-blank address. So I call up and I say, what the hell, what's, what's this about? Oh, we've got 200 of them coming here. 200 Afghans who grew up walking in dirt with sandals, who can't speak English at all, who have no jobs, who have no income other than the government's tit, which means my taxes, they're coming to Spokane. In Idaho, Twin Falls, south, way south of here, southern Idaho, there's a yogurt company there, Jobani. So you look at Jobani, okay? Jobani is owned by a Muslim. It's staff. The manufacturing in the part of it is all Muslims. There are nobody but Muslims that work there. Twin Falls has high crime, high rapes. Stuff happens to children. Five-year-old girl a couple years ago was raped and then urinated on by three boys, the oldest being 11. This is what the Muslims do in the United States. And we're told that's an anomaly. It doesn't happen everywhere. You know what? There's no go places in the United States. No go. If you're white or Christian or Jew, you may not go in certain places in the United States because there's so many Muslims there, it's ridiculous, and they won't allow anybody else in there. This is going to end up, this will cause a civil war. Just this this Muslim thing will cause a civil war. But we'll see, because, well, we're so tolerant here in the United States that we'll allow this kind of stuff. But we'll, we'll allow all kinds of stuff, won't we? What are they trying to do? That's the missing piece. But it's not hard to imagine. Driven not only by corporate greed, but a darker objective. The takeover of America. And then the world itself, by any means necessary, however violent, or cruel, or efficient, by severe drought, brought on by weather wars, conducted secretly using aerial contaminants and high-altitude electromagnetic waves, in a state of perpetual war, to create problem, reaction, solution scenarios to distract, enrage, and enslave American citizens at home with tools like the Patriot Act and the National Defense Authorization Act, which abridge the Constitution in the name of national security. 
the militarization of police forces in cities across the U.S., the building of prison camps by the Federal Emergency Management Agency with no stated purpose, the corporate takeover of food and agriculture, pharmaceuticals and healthcare, even the military and clandestine agendas to fatten, dull, sicken, and control a populace already consumed by consumerism. And I encourage you all to go shopping more. A government that taps your phone, collects your data, and monitors your whereabouts with impunity. A government preparing to use that data against you when it strikes and the final takeover begins. The takeover of America. By a well-oiled and well-armed multinational group of elites that will cull, kill, and subjugate. So we're in the category of government threat. It's kind of a hodgepodge of articles on dimwit, communism, and the rest of the crap that the Democrats are pushing on us right now. So Dimwit has already come out and said that he's going to re-sign, re-sign the United Nations Small Arms Treaty. The United Nations Small Arms Treaty. The United Nations, okay? Now, what, what this is, because this was just, uh, just broke uh, a little while ago. State Department bureaucrat William Malzahn took the floor at the 7th Conference of States Parties to the Arms Treaty to signal the U.S. intent to bind itself to the treaty. This is the same treaty that Trump unsigned in 2019. And the reason is, let me tell you what this treaty does. It's a ban on civilian possession of military-style arms. Okay? No automatic weapons, like in the United States, we're allowed to to purchase and, and sell automatic weapons, or magazines with over 10 rounds, or magazine capacity over 10 rounds. They want ballistic recordings of, in other words, a copy of a fired case from every firearm sold or, or owned in the United States. And these the guns are going to be risk clarified and classified. So a 22 is not going to be as high a risk as a 45. You've heard some of these wacko commies say, well, you need safer ammunition. Training and storage restrictions, waiting periods, uh, 20-year record retentions. You know, when you go buy a gun from a gun shop, they got to make a phone call to the FBI. You want the FBI to file to hold those for 20 years. Age limits. And then, here's the key. You have to demonstrate a need to possess a firearm. And self-defense is not one of those needs. This is the this is the kind of crap the commies want us in. This is the United Nations. This is a communist organization that basically wants full control of everything and everyone, just like they do everywhere else in the world. It's, it's kind of interesting. And by the way, the, the House, this is the part of uh, the political aspect in, uh, in Washington, D.C., that is pretty much controlled by the communists. They're going to start debates on banning extremism in the military. Okay? So, in other words... If you're an American, if you're white, if you're a Republican, well, you're an extremist, and they're going to not want you in the military. This is They all start small, and then they work up. You've heard the term, the camel's nose under the tent, and then in a short time, just his head comes in, and then, then a little bit later is the front part of his body, and then the middle part of his body, and then the back part of his body, and then his tail, and eventually he's in. Los Angeles, you get stopped by the cops for any reason. They're, they're going to want to know your username for Facebook and Twitter and TikTok and all the rest of the places. Yeah, they're going to collect your data for social media. This just starts, oh, last week. Those of you who use Proton Mail and you think you're, you have a secure uh, mailing system to where you can send and receive emails and it's not being tracked, well, guess what? Proton's been bought out. And now... 
they're keeping IP logs. So Proton Mail is no longer secure and safe. And they lie to you if they tell you it is. All you have to do, look up their uh, privacy policy. It used to say, we do not keep any IP logs. They kind of deleted that part. So now they're keeping it. And on top of that, news came out that Proton Mail is assisting law enforcement in various venues to capture people who are committing crimes, blah, blah, blah. And they're doing it by simply handing over their logs because they now keep them. You know, in China, if you uh, want your pension, first thing they have to do, and they're doing this all over China, if you want, want your pension for the month, they want to take a picture of you. They want to make sure you're still alive. You know, you get mother, father, grandma, grandpa, seven children, and uncles and aunts, and, and a lot of them are on pensions, and then one of them dies. Oh, they don't tell anyone. They just keep taking the pension. Well, now they want... They want to know you are who you are, so they're going to be taking pictures. After Dimwit made all these uh, threats about what he's going to do to everybody if they don't get the injection, there was a White House, a White House meeting, and and, uh, they were actually asked, they said, uh, are you going to be mandating a Vax passport for domestic travel, meaning going from state to state? And they said, well, we're not going to rule that out yet. We have... A whole box of tools we haven't used yet. Actually, I got nothing in the category of dimwit. I just wanted to play that to remind everyone that he's just a puppet. In 2015, my son and I, realizing there was a new product popping up all over the world, for that matter, uh, called CBD oil, we decided to do an investigation on it. Because, you know, I don't, I don't do anything, I don't sell anything unless I know everything I can about it. So we started to research CBD oil. And that research started with marijuana. And you hear, you, you hear all over the world how marijuana is uh, medically powerful, helps with cancer and glaucoma and, and the like. But we wanted to find out what was going on with the hemp thing because all of a sudden there's CBD, which is short for cannabis oil, coming out of hemp plants. Now, hemp and marijuana are two different plants. I lived in Sacramento as a kid. And Sacramento had been a large, large farming area for hemp products. Now, hemp was used to make rope, to make fabrics. So I had a little little knowledge about that. <clears throat> and I also had some knowledge about how marijuana uh, is uh, medically uh, positive. Because when I was a kid, we had a, we had a guy down the street, and he was a, kind of a beatnik. And all the parents used him as a babysitter. He was dying of cancer. He was he was a cool guy. He had a beatnik goatee and the golf cap and all that good stuff. And he had this this uh, this aluminum cigar holder in his pocket, and in it he had what is nowadays called a fatty, big fat marijuana. 
uh, cigarette, right? Or cigar, for that matter. And every hour, he'd take it out, light it, and take a puff off of it, put it back in the container, and close it. And it was keeping him from being nauseous and uh, suffering. It, it literally was keeping him on an even keel. And this is, I learned about this when I was six years old. So we know, I know personally, that marijuana in some circumstances is beneficial. All right, so we're doing our research. I'm doing this, the typical research on the internet, and I'm following all these rabbit trails all over the place. So I'm learning all the different things about marijuana and hemp. And then I find out that there's going to be a special uh, show in Las Vegas where all of the manufacturers of CBD products are going to be there. So my son and I head to Las Vegas. And we met with maybe 50 different manufacturing companies from all over the world. It was astounding. This was just like any other uh, Hollywood production. You'd have these beautiful women dressed up nice and sexy, and they're promoting some kind of some kind of oil or promoting importing it from England. And, and by the way, this was all imported from the UK. There was almost nothing happening in the United States for this product, CBD. It was just medicinal marijuana. Well, first thing we discovered was that most of these people don't know a damn thing. Just the minor amount of research that I had done for the past six months showed me that these people really, the only, they're only in it for the money. And they're not sure exactly what they're talking about. So we met with a bunch of them, talked to them, uh, took a lot of flyers, took a lot of information, uh, went to their websites, had one-on-one meetings with manufacturers. And I I realized a few things. Now, and I'm going to tell you this. I've done this, a show on CBD, three or four times since uh, 2016. But this one, just a little bit different. So what happened was... I'm realizing that there is there is possibility here, but there needs to be some more clarification so that I'm just not like one of these 7-Eleven stores that's selling crap just because I can make a buck on it, because that's not what we do here at Survival Enterprises. So we're doing more and more research. One of the tables we come across has this gallon jar of what I thought was white sugar. That's all that's on the table. And I asked the guy, what is this? And he said, well, this is... CBD isolate. Now, him and his wife were experts at this, and they were out of Colorado. They knew almost as much as I did. And he's explaining to me, and now I'm going to explain it to you. The hemp is um, the original plant on earth. And when God said, uh, let there be light, he also said, oh, and hemp. Now, most of you know what a marijuana plant looks like. Turns out these are two different plants. Marijuana plants like a big bush, okay? Now, a hemp plant has the same stalk. It has the same fronds and leaves. But this plant grows 20 to 40 feet tall. It's like a bean pole. And that's why they used it for, fa- for fabric uh, and for ropes, all right? If you go onto uh, YouTube and you do a search for harvesting hemp, just that, just that, harvesting hemp, you will see what hemp plants look like. Hemp was the largest cash crop in the United States for over 300 years. It was used for to make ink. It was used for 
rope. It was used for fabric. It was used for animal feed. It was used... So There's so many things it could be used for. It's, it's, it's a mind blower. It really is. Hemp, again, was the original plant. Marijuana is not, not uh, from Earth, <laughs> so to speak. About 4,000 years ago, we're not sure, 3,500, 4,000 years ago, Chinese scientists wanted a better anesthetic. The anesthetics they were using were extremely powerful. That, Like a, a half a grain would be too much to kill. It would kill someone. So they wanted something a little more uh, easily uh, manufactured, created, and controlled. So they realized the hemp plant caused some animals to become lethargic when they ate the leaves. So they basically, over the next few hundred years, hybridized it and created the marijuana plant. The marijuana plant was not created to make you stoned. It was created as an anesthetic. And now these people are explaining all of this to me. The cannabis is the genus, and you have three different versions of these plants. Two of them are marijuana. One of them is hemp. All of them have over 750 nutrients, various nutrients in it. CBD, CBG, CBA, uh, THC, different terpenes, different solvents, different all kinds. I mean, there's seven, over 750 of them. Now, in the marijuana plant, THC is right at the top because it's an anesthetic. But the hemp plant, THC is somewhere down at the bottom. Like the hemp plants that are used to create our products here at Survival Enterprises are below 0.03. One of them is even 0.001. So it, it's negligible. It's, it's, you could drink a whole bottle and you're not going to get stoned. The plants have been used for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. The earliest known use of a, of a hemp plant was after somebody had made a clay pot, they used some of the strands inside the hemp plant, uh, the, the stock to wrap around it and strengthen it. And that pot is over 10,000 years old and still holds water. So he's, they're explaining all of this to, uh, to me. And they said, look, what these people, and he pointed out, he said, all these people here, every single person here is selling this stuff, this this sugar, this stuff here. And I go, what, what is it? He goes, remember I said there's over 750 nutrients in it. This is one of them. This is the CBD. I said, really? He said, yes. It's isolated from all the rest of them. This is known as CBD isolate. So, well, what is it? Why do they isolate it? Oh, for the money. To legally sell a product that says CBD on it, you have to have CBD in it. Now, this is a very, very weak product. All of them are that use the isolate. But it's so cheap. He goes, look, we, you can buy this wholesale 0.01 cent or less per ounce. That's how cheap the isolate is. So I thought, well, you know, that's that's pretty good. That's so I put I'm putting all this data in my mind in my binder also. And we keep we keep on going, and we're meeting other people, and we're talking to other in, uh, investors and manufacturers, and they all wanted us to sell this CBD isolate, CBD isolate. We were there for a week. We met everybody, talked to everybody, discovered everything that we can about this. And when I came away from that show, I realized this is a real product because I have a, I have a lot of data that shows this is a real product. 
but it has to be full spectrum, and that's the key word. Full spectrum. The spectrum is the 750 nutrients in there. Like I tell people when they come in the store here, I said, look, selling just a CBD product with the isolate in it is like having the Mormon Tabernacle Choir and only the janitor singing. You want all of it in there. It's it's synergy. They all work together to create what's known as the entourage effect. So the CBD is the, is the uh, driving force, but everything else in there kind of smooths it all out. So I, I realized, or I'm starting to think, maybe I need a, a product that is full spectrum, not, not just an isolated form of it. Well, a guy turned me on to a, uh, a link in Israel. Now, the Israelis have been researching hemp. First, they researched marijuana. Okay, and then they realized... Now, this is going back 30 years. Then they realized that the same exact products are inside the hemp plant without the hallucinogenic effects. So they said, well, well let's, let's do more research on hemp then. So he gave me a link that you, you, do, you can't get. Nobody can get unless you're a doctor in Israel. And on that site, it has over 50,000 studies. Studies on the effects and benefits of hemp. The beginning of the research was talking about the CBD isolate. Because it's the cheapest form, you see. CBD isolate is the cheapest form that you can use. And then they started to realize CBD isolate only works on about 60% of the population. And of that 60% that it works on, it only works for a short period. And that period could be a day, it could be a week, it could be three or four months. And then it flatlines and never works for them again. Now, that just the isolate will never work for them again. So they thought that was quite ineffectual and, and it, it, not something that they wanted to uh, uh, do any more research on. So they started researching the full spectrum. In other words, the whole plant, not just pieces of it. And they realized their findings were now a thousand times more powerful than ever before. And they were finding, they were finding things that they could do with these uh, the, the, the CBD from a hemp plant, they were finding the things they can do. Now I have, as a matter of fact, I have a website. It's cbdsupply.us. And on that website, at the top of the page, now CBD, Charlie Bravo David, cbdsupply.us. I have links. Why use Seeds of Life CBD products? And then there's a uh, link here to something called the endocannabinoid system. The endocannabinoid system is like your neurological system. It uses the same neurons, the same receptors. But the one that I'm going to talk to you about right now is the medical studies on CBD. Now, this is this is uh, National Library of Medicine, National Institute of Health, and there's over 4,000 of these items. Regulation of emotion and emotional memory processing. Relevance for treating anxiety-related and substance abuse disorders. So, full-spectrum CBD has been used to take care of anxiety and substance abuse disorders. CBD oil actually helps people quit. Not smoking, but quit drugs. The pain clinic here, and I'm not going to use the name because I don't want them to get in trouble. 
But this is the main one for North Idaho. Uh, when they have to take their people off of opioids, they send them here. And I put them on the uh, CBD oils that we have. And then there's uh, effects on the cardiovascular system. Schizophrenia. These are successful studies that have been done. Epilepsy. Uh, management and treatment of neurological disorders. Uh, neuropsychiatric disorders. There is so much information here. It just blows your mind. Uh, psychiatry. There is even a hypothesis that CBD oil used appropriately would do away with psychiatrists. They would not need any more of the psychoactive drugs and, and crap like that. So I'm I'm discovering all of this stuff. And I'm reading more and more about this, about what it does and, and what it doesn't do and what you have to have to make it real. So I'm... I'm doing research that people would never do, never, never think to do. And I decided, you know what? I want to have two products. Now, here's, here's the key. You know how you take the grapes, that you take a certain grapes and you plant it on the north side of the hill, and then you pr- plant these grapes on the south side of a hill, and when they, you harvest them, you have two different types of grapes. They're both the same base, but they come out a little bit different because of the earth they're growing in so i decided i wanted two types i wanted i wanted some uh, i wanted to use a hemp plant from a farmer family who's been growing it the longest and i found a guy in kentucky has been growing hemp for over 300 years not him but his whole family so i figured he must know what he's doing and then i found the uh first person in the united states to get a license to grow hemp and that was a woman in colorado so I contacted both of them, and I told them what I wanted. They, neither of them were into selling a, a completed product, CBD oil. They were actually selling their hemp plants to other people who were then uh, reducing them and pulling out only, extracting only the CBD isolate. So I was unique with them. And it took me six months basically teach them the exact formula I needed. Now, there's two basic ways you extract the CBD from the hemp plant. You don't just squeeze the hemp plant. If you just want to squeeze the hemp plant and get oil out of it, well, you can buy it. It's it's a, a hemp seed oil. You can buy it at any store. Organic hemp seed oil. There's no You're not going to get stoned from that. So there's two ways that generally CBD oil is extracted. One of them is alcohol or ethanol. It's an ethanol extraction. Now, if you can imagine, take a skunk, kill it, lay it in the center of a road for a week, and then shove about a dozen rotten eggs into it, that's what that stuff smells like and tastes like when they extract it with ethanol. It is disgusting. The other extraction is CO2. The ethanol leaves a residue, and that's that's the skunk smell. It's, you can tell. I can, you can give me a, 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 a CBD oil, and I'll tell you how it was extracted. You don't have to say nothing. Just give it to me, and I'll tell you. So the ethanol extraction leaves residue in there, and it smells, and oh, my God, it's not, it's not worth using. The CO2 has no residue whatsoever. So both of my people, both of my farmers, were using CO2 extractions. Now, the woman in Colorado... I had her mix her product with organic hemp seed oil. So that's all that's in the Colorado. Organic hemp seed oil and CBD. Now the Kentucky guy, I wanted something as... Now, 
there's a there's a difference between the Colorado and the Kentucky, not just the the distance between each other, but the Colorado woman. Uh, she's a she's a nice lady. She's uh, kind of a hippie type thing. <laughs> she not only uses CO two as as an extraction device, she also filters and firms up the uh, the CBD. It's it's like it is the Cadillac of CBD when she gets done with it. Now the Kentucky guy, his stuff is more base. More, not raw, but, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, if you can picture a guy my size and all he wears is bib overalls, uh, that that's, gives you an idea of the type of CBD there. But it's, it's perfect. It's CO2 extracted. He uses MCT oil, which is medium-chain triglyceride. Or in English, it's coconut oil that's been stripped of smell and taste. That's it. That's his carrier oil and CBD. Now, I have him put some organic mint in some of them. So you can get the Kentucky Clear or the Kentucky Mint. Is The product's very, very effective and very powerful. Both of them are. The, the rest of the, of the data on these plants and on the extraction system and what they're used for, you can go to cbdsupply.us and you can see all of that stuff. Let me tell you some things, though. We have uh, not just human version. We also have what's called critter care. Now, in my research, I discovered that the endocannabinoid system is in all mammals. All mammals. Everything from a weasel to a giraffe. And everything in between. Humans, dogs, cats, horses. So a couple... A couple companies, and I mean just a couple, were advertising selling a CBD to help animals. Now, they're obviously, they're only selling the isolates. And that's what most of the products are. If you go online and just say, oh, I want to buy some CBD, <clears throat> you dig down on their website, and you're going to find out that <clears throat> all they're selling is the isolate version. And there's some keys, okay? Some keys for you to look for. If you see something that says THC-free or water-soluble, or pure CBD. Those are code words for isolate, CBD isolate. And these people, most of them, and I would say 90% of them that are selling on the internet, they really don't know what they're doing except they're selling they're selling CBD. You know, people come in here and they go, well, what, why is yours different than everybody else in Idaho? I said, well, first off, we're the first place in Idaho to sell CBD. And that's verified. And we're the only place in Idaho that sells directly from a farmer. And that's verified also. And we don't sell isolate in any way, shape, or form. But you see all of these guys, nano spray, nano nano this, nano that, nano water, CBD water, CBD ice cream. No. That's all isolate. And, and if you want to waste your money, you go right ahead. There was even a guy in Sandpoint, just about 40 miles north of us, he opened up his little CBD store within a month or two after we opened ours. And he was selling isolate. And he was buying it from this guy named uh, Frederico out of San, uh, San Diego. And it was a typical imported isolate. 
He was lying to everybody and telling everyone how he's got his own farm and he grows this in Colorado and he gets it and and it's great and it's perfect and it's it's only $129 for a half an ounce. A lady showed me, I have the bottle here. She comes down, she comes by, I have a big sign right out on a road here that says CBD oil. She comes in, she goes, I just bought some up in Sandpoint. And, he, and I said, can I look at it? And she shows me this half ounce bottle. And I'm looking at it, and it says, CBD isolate. Well, how much did you pay for it? $129. Oh, really? So what? So that's, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, it says 500 milligrams, $129. I said, no, that's, you know, that's not bad. I got 500 milligrams right here of full spectrum. It's only $50. She goes, what? And then I, I have a little flyer here, and I give it to everybody. And it's, it's based on what you're going to find on uh, cbdsupply.us she was so pissed off she drove back to Sandpoint and got his got her money back but there's people all over the United States they literally don't, don't know what they're doing they just know that they're making money and they make their money off the ignorant being ignorant is not a bad thing being stupid is a bad thing but ignorant means you just don't have the data and that's why I have that website cbdsupply.us when you go there there's going to be articles, and, I, and I, I told you there, all of my links are at the top of the page. I got tired of people saying, well, I went to your page and I couldn't find any of the articles. Okay, why use Seeds of Life CBD products, the endocannabinoid system? It's, it's explained. Warning on CBD isolates. And it's not just me saying this, okay? Medical studies on CBD, the history of hemp. Now, that's cool. It goes back many thousands of years. And then there's an article I wrote, CBD, The History, The Reality, and Barnum and & Bailey. Just that. It says, article by CEO Kurt Wilson. If you read that article, you will know more than 95% of the people in the United States. Whether you buy from us or anyone else, this will teach you what not to buy. And don't listen to the BS. Barnum & Bailey, if you can't convince them with flash and bang... That baffle them with bullshit. And that's what Barnum and Bailey did. And that's what these guys are doing. If you look on, uh, on, on, on I don't care what search engine you use, you look on a search engine and you search for, for uh, CBD oil, we'll probably never come up. Because all of those search, they're all paid for. These people, they spend so much money out there, it's ridiculous. And we don't do that. I don't, I don't even care. I don't care. We've been in business almost 40 years. So we just, we literally, I'm not going to waste my money putting putting out any more money to buy my position in Google or anyone else. So you're going to find all these other websites, and they're all cut and paste. They're all going to say pretty much the same thing that everybody else says. And they're all trying to convince you to, to buy their stuff. I don't, I'm not going to try and convince you to buy my stuff. I'm going to convince you to get educated so that you know what to buy and what not to buy. Don't waste your money with stuff that, that's not going to work. Now, I'm going to give you an idea. I'm, there's going to be questions here. And I wish this was still a call-in show. I could take I could take questions. Anybody has any questions about our CBD? You can contact us. You go to cbdsupply.us. Questions, email us. Admin at se1.us. Okay, or any of our other addresses, email address. You got any of them? I don't care. Even if it's the armchairsurvivalist.com address, you can email there and we'll answer your questions. Or you can call uh, 310-295-9686. That's Survival Enterprises. 
And that's the that's the line you call if you want all kinds of information. 310-295-9686. The stuff that CBD actually does. Now, I'm going to tell you what I've learned since when we first did our research. And I'm sitting here. I'm in my office. All right? People come in and they say, okay... Uh, I have anxiety. And you find that the millennials, all of them have anxiety because of the stupidity and manner in which they were raised and the society that they have been sucked into. It's not a big deal. It literally is not a big deal. There, and Almost every one of them that comes in says, I, I have really bad anxiety and, and I'm always upset and nervous and this and that. I said, look, just relax. It's simple. 25 bucks. And that what? So yeah, this is the weakest stuff we have. We have three different levels of potency. The beginning is 0.34 milligrams per drop, and this this is a per C, of CBD. That's all they need. Every one of them that buys that, they they think that that uh, they got to get something strong because anxiety is awful. And then they buy this this stuff that's really cheap, and they, they're back in a couple weeks, and I need some more of that. It works really damn good, and and it also helps me get to sleep. That's the other thing. CBD helps you get to sleep. It, it's not going to knock you out. This does not make you goofy, unless that's where you start. What this does, it helps stabilize, stabilize your neurological system. Instead of it bouncing all over the place, it just sort of calms it down a little bit. It is not a drug. It doesn't act like a drug. It just helps things calm down a hair. So you take it about... I don't know, half hour, 15 minutes before bed, you'll sleep better. Some people say they sleep like a log and they don't wake up all night until they get up in the morning. And other people say, well, I I uh, wake up in about four hours, but I go right back to sleep. So everybody's a little bit different. But for just the sleep and for anxiety, you just need the, the, the cheapest one, the cheapest stuff there is. Okay, so also in that cheap area, I was talking about mammals. Dogs and cats. So we were doing some research, and I researched on dogs and cats. We have a friend that worked for, that works for Petco, and she would bring her doggies in, and, and we have other people that bring their dogs and cats in. And uh, I tested this on, on a whole bunch of them. It calms them down. You know, we got a 4th of July up here. It, a real 4th of July. It sounds like a Vietnam battleground. And on the Fourth of July, and you get a lot of dogs that freak out. Well, you get them, you get the CBD oil, Critter Care, and you give them their doses. And it's not a big dose. These are not big. This is not big. We're talking uh, ten drops, twenty drops. That's it. And the dogs will like, you know, they might not like all the boom boom, but they're not going to freak out and go running around and barking and everything. So, the other thing is that this stuff works on uh, pain. This is the big thing. Yes, anxiety is, is a big thing, sleeplessness is, but then you have the pain. And for humans and dogs are the same. You get joint pain. Things get a little slower when you get older. And older as you, in a human is like 70, and a dog is like 10. So you'll take this product. Now, that you would go up for chronic pain. You'll jump up into something a little stronger, which would be over uh, 1 milligram per drop, 1.25, 1.66. So that would be the the, uh, the stronger one. And in Colorado or Kentucky, you take these this stuff. Now, this is sublingual for humans. 
It goes under your tongue. You put it under your tongue, you put whatever the dose is going to be under your tongue, and you hold it for two minutes. You want to absorb this, not digest this. The truth of the matter is about 75% of CBD is destroyed in your digestive tract. So you don't want to waste your money digesting. This is what I think is funny is, is these guys, you see these signs along the street, uh, edibles, gummies. First off, don't eat gum, don't, don't do, do any of the gummies. There's almost 30 people have died from gummies. And I've, I said that to a woman who would come in looking for gummies. And she goes, what do you mean? I said, well, do you ever make chocolate chip cookies? She goes, yeah. I said, okay, can you guarantee me how many chips you're going to put in each cookie? And she's like, there's no way in hell. I said, well, how do you expect them to guarantee there's only five milligrams of CBD in this gummy? You, there's no way. So people have overdosed on it. And remember, all they're using is CBD isolate. So they have other things. And that's the key here in all health products. You have to look at what else is in there besides the CBD. Like vape. That is one of the worst things in the world that you can do. You think smoking cigarettes is bad? To uh, make it flammable, every vape, everything. You'll find this. If those of you who vape, vape, pick up your liquid and look at it, and you will find this on the bottle. PG or PEG. They are ingredients that allow it to become flammable so it can be turned into smoke. Do you know what those are? Derivatives of formaldehyde and uh, radiator, coolant. This is the chemicals you're putting into your lungs. So if you're going to do a vape, this all they're using is the isolate again. If you're going to do CBD, there's don't don't do it as a fad. Do it because it's going to help you one way or the other. So if a dog has uh, arthritis, hip dysplasia, slow moving, pain, simple, twenty five bucks. You really don't need anything more powerful than that for for a dog. We had a woman come in, and uh, she was, was all she could do to to keep from crying. And she said, "I have a thirteen year old black lab, weighs seventy five pounds." It's paralyzed from the middle of its back down. It has to wear diapers. It pretty much drags itself around. I, I know it's going to die soon. I don't want to put it down. I, I want it to die in my arms. So I, I said, okay, I understand. Here. And I gave her the critter care. And she said, 25 bucks. That's that's all? I said, yeah, that's it. So uh, I gave her a flyer on it so she could read a little bit about it. And she left. She bought it and left. A week later, she comes back in and she comes up to the to the to the counter and she goes, um, "I don't think it's going to die." And I, I don't, I didn't remember her. And I said, "Well, that's good, but wh- who are you talking about?" She goes, "Oh, that thirteen-year-old black lab." I said, well, "What's happening?" She goes, "Well, I'm giving it the second line, which is twenty drops." And 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 a a dog. Sometimes you can put this in the palm of your hand and they'll lick it off your, your hand. And that's the best way to do it. Because humans, you've got to do it sublingually. Dog will absorb things on their tongue. If they'll lick it off your palm of your hand, you're golden. If not, you can put it on your food. And if they still say, oh, that smells like crap, I'm not eating it. Well, the dropper's plastic, so you're not going to hurt it if you have to shove it in his mouth. You know, come here, boy. And you grab it by the throat and you shove it in their mouth and... Okay, however you got to get it in there, that's how you get it in there. She said, she told me, she goes, it, uh, the second day, she was giving it to him twice a day, which is pretty standard in that condition. 
So she said in the second day, the dog was trying to stand up and it was shaking like crazy, but it was standing up and it, it, it made me let it outside. Now, a week later, it's still wearing a diaper. It controls its poop, but its, it's uh, urinary tract is still kind of, you know, ish, iffy. But it's now outside playing with the grandkids. Kind of slow, but, you know. See, that's, that's one example. And that's, that kind of thing is why I'm here. Just that one example. And we have a guy who does uh, horse, he, he goes up in the backwoods and he takes hunters up there. He'll take up 20 horses at a time. And a couple of them get a little skittish, especially when you're riding them, you know, for like eight hours and such. So he, he simply takes the critter care and he gives a, a full eyedropper and just in the the lips between the lips and the teeth of the horse, just the horse stays calm. And then you have these uh, these um, neurotic cats like Felix, who's thank God's taking a nap. Uh, he, on the Fourth of July, Felix likes the, the the fireworks, but these mortars those would freak him out. Yeah, you you drop a mortar in the, into the tube and they go boom. He doesn't mind that. But when it explodes a second or two later, that gets him. So I just give him like five drops before, you know, in the morning of the 4th. And that's it. That's, that's you know, we don't have to do anything else. We have a, uh, a guy who raises long-haired dachshunds. So, the, you know, fuzzy wiener dogs. And these are very expensive dogs. Except they have genetic defects of... Uh, a neurological disorder so that they they jump and they and they like something freaks them out out of nowhere so he takes this stuff and he gives each dog about five drops a day not a problem nothing like that at all is, is happening so basically cbd real cbd full spectrum never mind mine just anyone's is used to treat psychiatric disorders everything from anxiety schizophrenia I, I, I have hundreds of stories of people who have used it. We have people who get sucked into the medical community to work to the point where if they have anxiety, they also, they said, well, now you got to take this drug, Xanax, and now you got to take this drug here, and then this drug here, and then this drug here. Uh, the CBD bypasses all of that. I had a guy who had 17 drugs. He was a Marine uh, suffering from PTSD, and they had they put him on some drug when he got out, of Iraq and within a month he's having side effects from that so they give him another drug to treat the side effects he ended up on 17 different drugs and he come in one day and I was explaining this the whole thing he didn't ask me any questions he was just listening to me talk to one of the guys here at the counter and I told him all about this stuff and he said uh, afterwards he goes give me the strongest one you got and I have a 1500 milligram one they're basically 200 milligrams. Now, when I say milligrams, that's how many is in the bottle. 200 milligrams, 750 milligrams, 1500 milligrams, and that's the strongest in the United States for full spectrum. If you if you see any bottle that says more than 1500 milligrams for CBD, it's isolate. There's another clue because you can't pump, you can't put more than 1500 milligrams of CBD in a one ounce bottle. Anyway, so he got that, and he left. And a month later, he comes back. His tone was different. It was it was a lot lighter. 
I said, how are you doing? He goes, I want cold turkey. I said, holy crap. Now, I didn't tell you to do that. And he goes, no, I got tired of it. it was, I hated everyone. I was afraid of everything. And I said, that's it. I'm done. It's either this or, or a 9 millimeter bullet. So he went cold turkey. And he's using it. He was using it three times a day. And that's the thing. You're in charge of two parts of this. You're in charge of how often and how much. I can make suggestions. But you are in charge of how often and how much. Oh, some information just came out. And remember earlier in my broadcast, I was telling you that there are many different herbs and nutritional products that stop the SARS virus from functioning? National Institute of Health. See, these people, they do all this research. They don't hide it. They just lie about it. National Institute of Health discovered that CBD inhibits the SARS from binding to receptors. CBD can protect you. It says it right here, and I'll have the link. NationalInstituteOfHealth.gov I'll tell you something else that's done. We had a, uh, a, a boy, he's about 12 years old, go into a seizure right here in our store. Without even thinking, I grabbed a little bottle, ran over to him, and, and within 15 seconds, he was back on his feet. And his mother said he has one grand mall a day and at least 50 seizures a day. And this astounded her that it actually stopped it. This just doesn't protect people against things like that. It stops them. The woman across the street, one Saturday, nobody's around, and we're looking over there, and here's this woman holding this this kid who's six years old or something, and she's screaming. So my son and I ran across the street, and the the kid was in a seizure. His tongue had swollen up and was blocking his mouth. I stuck my finger in to open his airway, and I squirted at the same time probably about 50 milligrams of CBD in his mouth. I didn't care where it was under his tongue or whatever. And I'm not exaggerating. It took five seconds. Five seconds and the seizure stopped. So when you hear a doctor tell you, it doesn't work. It's all bogus. Feel free to give me his name and number. I'll be more than happy to talk to him. Well, I got more to say, but why? Survival Enterprises. SE1.US or cbdsupply.us and by the way until the end of October until the end of October we're going to have all of our CBD products on sale we have salves also for topical pain treatments all of our CBD products are going to be 20% off I swore I would never put them uh, do a discount on them because we have the best prices in the United States. There is nobody else who has full spectrum. Now, here's another problem you got to be careful of. They lie. <laughs> Go figure. They will lie and say, this is full spectrum. And then you're reading in further and it'll say something like, uh, yes, what we do is we, we uh, take the isolate <clears throat> and then we take the scrap from the plants and then we mix it all back together. So it's, you have the whole plant. That's fraud. Anyway, it's going to be on sale starting today. You can go to cbdsupply.us or go to se1.us and it'll direct you to cbdsupply.us and it'll put everything, it'll show you everything and that includes critter care. So if you want to try this stuff at, 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 or stock up, and by the way, if you do stock up, this isn't, these are organics, all right? So if whatever you're not using, keep in a refrigerator. The farmers don't tell me to do that, but I just think it's common sense. 
Anyway, I'm going to end off now because the resident comedian who sometimes isn't that funny, but his sarcasm really strikes home, has something that's going to end the show with. So this is the Armchair Survivalist signing off. Keep your nose in the air and your ear to the ground. I'll probably see you next week. I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Okay, because you said so. Should we also let the king assault our wives on our wedding night because he said so? Get the f*** out of here. Now to the question. Should you obey Emperor Biden's new mandate? Let's find out. But first, as the people that run Biden had him announce their new mandate, what meant a lot to most Americans was how well he read off the teleprompter the whole time. He honestly did much better than usual, and I think that deserves to be acknowledged. And the rest of his speech was really eaten up by the few sheep that are left grazing upon this great leader's words. But the thing that's not faring well with all the lions in America is the whole part of Biden pretending he's got the tyrannical authority to tell people what to do with their bodies. These lions inconveniently have things called God-given liberties, freedom, sovereignty, And um, what's that thing called? Um, Oh, the Constitution, which ironically protects them really well from this president. But JP, he said we have to do this. Cool. Keep eating. Your wool will be ready in the fall. But for now, I'm talking to the lions. Not you. But even for the lions, wouldn't it be a good idea for us to violate our free will and mindlessly follow this demented puppet's guidance on our health and freedom? I mean, look at what a beautiful disaster Biden created in Afghanistan. Wouldn't you like his leadership and track record to do the same for your health and freedom? You could be your own Afghanistan if you listen to him. But at least Biden's willing to praise the Taliban on the week of 9-11, even though they're a murderous regime currently holding Americans hostage. Not only does that make him seem trustworthy, but it kind of makes you optimistic that he'd be willing to celebrate your enslavement to his authority if you give him your freedoms. On that note, I will say, Biden's tyranny is synonymous with honesty. I remember back in July when his press secretary said they would not be instituting these mandates. But when they said that back then, that's honestly what they wanted us to believe. Deception for our own protection, right? JP, you're nuts! He's violating our freedoms for our own good. It's funny how abusers say the same thing to their victims in order to minimize how much resistance they encounter in violating their victims. Right, Joe? This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you. Sheep probably just heard a message of protection. Lions heard a message of abuse. So if you do the math, there's two possibilities why Biden would be trying to violate your freedom. One is he's an abuser because he's acting out the exact behavior of an abuser. But this scenario is definitely not likely. And the other possibility is, well, is like why ever else good people would want to violate other people's freedoms. There's probably a lot of good reasons why people would want to violate other people 
in a way that's beneficial. Someone's just got to think of them. I remember when Benjamin Franklin said, those who give up their freedom for safety deserve neither. And Biden said, this is not about freedom. This is for your safety. Those are two very different perspectives. But Benjamin Franklin was a strong advocate for the Constitution, and Biden disregards it altogether. So, well, he's mandating that people get this shot whether they want it or not. So what can we do? Well, that's a great question. If you're a sheep, go ahead and keep grazing on obedience in the corral of your comfort zone. But if you're a lion, you might want to consider the words of Martin Luther King Jr., one has a moral responsibility to disobey unjust laws. And that's what the lions are doing. So far, the governors of these states have said they will not obey Biden's tyrannical, unconstitutional mandates. What if you're a business owner with more than 100 employees? What can you do? All right. Today, Joe Biden announced he was going to use the full force of the federal government to mandate that all companies with 100 plus employees force their workers to be vaccinated or subject them to weekly tests for COVID-19. I just got off the phone with our lawyers. And I just want to reiterate something that I already said today on Twitter. No, the Daily Wire does have more than 100 employees, but we won't be enforcing Joe Biden's unconstitutional and tyrannical vaccine mandate. Oh, that's what you can do. Do what's right by disobeying. But I'd be one of the only ones disobeying based on what the guy trying to implement the mandates is telling me most people want them. It's probably not what you think. Take a look at the video of Biden announcing his exciting new mandates and notice the impressive like versus dislike ratio. Similar to Martin Luther King, Gandhi once said, civil disobedience becomes a sacred duty when the state becomes lawless or corrupt. Huh. I wonder why Martin Luther King and Gandhi would say disobedience is our duty. Maybe they're suggesting that you can't obey your way out of tyranny and that you have to disobey your way out of tyranny. Maybe that's how you stop the tyrannical few from controlling the many. I guess if you're not under a trance of fear, that kind of makes sense. After all, both Martin Luther King and Gandhi used disobedience to crumble the control that unjust segregating forces had over society in their days that created two classes of citizens. Oh, and probably just coincidentally, Biden's hand of tyranny is trying to impose unjust segregation over society to create two classes of citizens. Watch. We're going to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated co-workers. And watch this, too. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Pandemic of the unvaccinated. Certainly is if you talk to a scientist. But if you talk to a scientist who practices science, you'll find it's not true. And it's beautiful how Biden's trying to create unity by creating division, by trying to get you to look at the un as second-class citizens. Hmm. Have we seen this before? Oh, yeah. Uh, the Nazis called Jews lice and varmints to help encourage weak-minded people to be willing to do inhumane things to Jews. Now, I really can't stress enough that the people that run Biden are perfectly executing the first six steps of genocide. Will they get to all ten? They will if you let them. And they won't if you don't let them. The cool thing is, which is kind of scary... It's up to you. What else did the most popular president in history with one of the worst approval ratings in history have to say? We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. Aw, Joe, your patience is wearing thin and you're trying to use fear to intimidate us? 
while you're wearing soiled depends, you tyrant? Well, the good news is what's not wearing thin is the Second Amendment. So your patience means f- all to lions. So, with all the exciting revelations that come with Biden's new mandate announcement, should you comply? That depends on if you're a lion or a sheep. If you're a sheep, enjoy the day on your green pastures of peaceful slavery. But for the lions, it's time to stand up, disobey the tyrants, and uphold your freedoms. Because lions know freedom is what makes life worth living. And I promise you this, There's more of us than you think. It's time, lions.